This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the MLB Extras Tigers podcast from the 2018 winter meetings in Las Vegas. We have Jason Beck, as usual, our Tigers reporter, and we have a special guest for the podcast this week, Jack Morris. They can't wear your number anymore in Detroit, Jack. It's official. We'll go on. We'll talk about the Tigers. <laughs> We're talking about the Tigers. I promised Jack I wouldn't ask him that kind of question. So <laughs> let's talk about Tigers baseball. And they come in here to the winter meetings in a different kind of mode than they were for a long time when it was win now, win now. But they've they've done a nice job early on, right? Starting pitching market. They've taken care of business, filled some holes. This week it's been Tyson Ross. Yeah, it's they moved early on the starting pitching market to try to really fill some spots and get some innings and get some depth there that they were searching for in the wake of Mike Fires being traded last August and Francisco Liriano leaving as a free agent. Ross is an interesting guy. If you look back at what he was a few years ago, there's talent there, mm-hmm. but he had the thoracic outlet syndrome. He had surgery for that a couple years back. Tigers feel like he's on his way back from that, that last year was a good sign for him, and they think there's upside there. And in a lot of ways, he's similar to what they had in Fires and that they're hoping for him to get back into a full-time starter's role, get some innings, reestablish his value, and potentially trade him for a prospect or two in the summertime. We keep talking prospects, prospects. Jason, you've been covering the Tigers for a long time. Uh, the rumor here in Vegas uh, during the winter meetings has been all about Nick Castellanos, uh, maybe moving him and, again, acquiring more prospects. Do you see, in general, the Tigers heading in the right direction with the youth they've already acquired, with the guys that they've got in the minor leagues, and then still trying to add to that down the road. There's building blocks there. Yeah, they've they've got the makings for a future rotation there with Casey Mize, you know, with Bo Burrows, Alex Fajardo, um, you know, Matt Manning especially. Mm-hmm. They feel like even if you don't hit on all of those guys, even if not all those guys develop as major league starters, if you get two or three of those. That's a good start for rotation, and you can build around that. Maybe Daniel Norris, Matthew Boyd, guys like that. The question with the Tigers system, as it has been for a couple years now, has been, is there an impact hitter in that system? They're hoping Kristen Stewart can be a run producer, but they need at least one more guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have that yet. If Isaac Prades develops further, he's got a chance to be that guy. He's a legit power hitting infielder who can really you know put some fear into some pitchers but he's still young he's got to get through these middle and upper levels of the farm system before you can really tell what you have and I think this upcoming draft is going to be critical to really add potentially another guy if they can get another hitter to fall that fifth pick that they've got then you've really got the making of something and if the Meadows kit that they got in the sec- at the start of the second round last summer, or even if Cody Clemens develops and becomes an impressive guy out of that third round, 
then you've got to make that future lineup to maybe support that starting pitcher. You mentioned Stewart, number six prospect. Is this going to be a year where they just, hey, it's it's your job out there in the outfield. Let's see what you can do. Yeah, it's time for yeah. him to go. I, you know, there's a reason why they were patient with him last year. You know, not just having him basically play out a full season in AAA, but not even inviting him to spring training right. beforehand. They wanted him to go through the learning process. They wanted to make sure he was ready for major league pitching you know, before he got up there. Now that he's there, it's, you know, hand in the reins. He might sit against some, some tough left-handed pitching, but I think they want him to see some of those guys to learn what to expect and to see how pitchers are going to approach him and learn how to make adjustments at the big league level. He had to go through that at AAA as well. He had a hot start in Toledo last year, you know, really scorching in April. It helped him, you know, get a AAA all-star selection. But then he went through a midseason slump. And he had to work work his way out of it and have a decent August. And that really helped him along the way to where once he got called up to the big leagues in September, he was ready. He had a good approach at the plate. And he made an impression on Ron Gardenhire and the coaching staff with you know, being a pretty mature hitter for, for his experience level. One of the questions I would ask is Victor Martinez retired a year ago. Uh, Miguel Cabrera questionable of whether or not he can play and be as productive as the Hall of Fame numbers he's put up over the years, uh, whether he can sustain that over a year. Nick Castellano, rumored to be traded. Who is the guy that you see emerging as the leader in the clubhouse, and is it or will it be a young kid we don't maybe know about right now that could become that dynamic player that fans in Detroit, State of Michigan, come out to watch a Tiger game for? Maybe a Mark Fidrich type. Is there somebody that you see that could emerge as that well i think in terms of a leader you know i know we're supposed to be experts on these things but yeah i I think you have to say it's like i'm not really sure who's going to be that clubhouse leadership type guy i think cabrera is going to have to step up and take a bigger role than maybe he has in the past simply because there's a void there um i think there's capabilities i think a guy like grayson griner for as young as he is he can be a, a leadership type, but you have to do something in order to earn it. Uh, I think it's one of the reasons why they're looking for their veteran-type sh- shortstop to lead what is otherwise going to be a really young infield, potentially. Speaking of shortstop and veteran shortstop, i got to ask about this because it's kind of the news of the day right now. Troy Tulowitzki released by the Blue Jays. So he had two years left. That's covered by the Blue Jays, $38 million. So really anybody can jump in. He can go wherever he wants it's going to not cost the team more than the minimum would the Tigers reach out or do they not think he can get it done at shortstop I think there's some skepticism whether he can be a full-time shortstop but for the major league minimum it might be worth finding out and that might be somebody who at least you know signed to a minimum deal bring in the camp see what he can do see how he looks health-wise see if he can stay on the field you know and six weeks of grapefruit league play is a pretty good identifier a good enough sample size to at least see how he's moving around see how he works with the other infielders and see what he can bring yeah there's worse ideas out there goodness (laughs) knows um rule five drafts coming up thursday it's it's a spot where teams in the tigers position can really add some depth especially maybe bullpen help they can teams that Teams have to protect players, putting them on their 40-man roster. If they don't, they can be plucked away. They have to stay on the major league roster, though. That's kind of the caveat. Do you think the Tigers are active on Thursday morning? Yeah, I think they'll take at least one guy. I I wouldn't be shocked if they took two. They have two open spots. They've got the room for it. They certainly have the, you know, the, the, uh, I guess, 
the mindset in terms of trying to add young talent to try to bring a couple guys in, see if they stick. I, I do think they're going to try to get a bullpen arm, somebody, I mean, you know, over the years, it's easier to take a guy in, in relief, stash him in the back of the bullpen, and then you've got control of him for, for six major league seasons. They've done it in the past. Will Ledesma years ago what was a success story for them out of the pen. They were able to get some good years out of him. I think they're going to look along the lines of that route. The intriguing guy for me would be Richie Martin, the former A's first-round pick, a, guy, a shortstop who had a pretty good breakout season at the double-A level in the A's system. Is that a guy that would the Tigers eschew experience at shortstop and try to go with the young talent, hoping that he can stick in the major leagues for a year? Maybe platoon him with a veteran guy. You could platoon him with a guy like Goodrum. I'd be surprised if they do it, but to me it would be a very intriguing option if you're committed to this idea of trying to add as much young talent yep. as you can on the positional and hitting side. I got one more for you. Casey Mize, you mentioned him. He was the number one overall pick last June. A lot of people said on draft day, this guy can get major league hitters out right now coming out of the University of Virginia. That being said, the Tigers don't need him to get major league hitters out right now. So what is their time frame for Casey Mize when they'd like to see him make his way to the big leagues? Well, I think they're going to preach patience with him yeah. as they did with Fido last year and with the, you know guys like Manning and Burroughs before that. They're going to try to work these guys along slowly with the idea that in a year or two, you know, these guys will start trickling in. I still think Bo Burrows has got a better chance to be the first of those prospects to reach the big league okay. level, maybe towards the end of this coming season. But I think Mize, you know, probably start him out either in Lakeland or Erie, depending on what the weather is going to be like in Erie in April. The Tigers are very conscious of trying to avoid cold weather for these guys starting out. Uh, but he has a chance to move quickly if he can yeah. get if he can get hitters out, especially in the Eastern League, which talent-wise has been a pretty good test for pitchers the last couple years. So, uh, you know, he's an advanced college. We were able to talk with him this past weekend. The Tigers brought Mize and some of these other prospects up for an autograph signing. We made them available to the media. He's got a good head on his mm -hmm. shoulders. I think the key is, you know, can he work with the stuff he's got, add on to it, and, and you know, kind of take those steps you need to be ready to approach veteran hitters, not you know, first at the AAA level and then at the major league level and get those guys out early. Jason, I want to interrupt here because this is a thought I just went went through my mind about when I came up, when I saw guys in front of me like Mark Fidrich come through the system. You bring a young kid with tremendous amount of potential, kid out of college that shouldn't have to pitch a long time in the major leagues. He needs the supporting cast at the big league level to teach him winning right away, to get a taste of it. And I'm wondering if the, maybe that's one of the reasons the Tigers might want to just keep those guys back in the minor leagues until that supporting cast gets to be good enough that they can bring them up and have success. Well, I do know Dave Littlefield and some of the player development guys do put a value on giving these guys a chance to win at the minor league level, give them a taste of a, yeah. of a playoff race, see how they go through it. That, that was actually one reason why they kept Stewart down at AAA Toledo last August and then the September until the mud hen season ended because they wanted Stewart to experience what right. it was like to be in that race and to, you know, to, to kind of see what those clutch at-bats feel sure. like because at some point your goal is to have them go through that at the big league level. And if you know the feeling, even if it's different at AAA, 
it helps. Sure I does. think the Tigers put a value on that. All right. We will keep an eye on the Tigers throughout the rest of the winter meetings. This has been the MLB Extras Tigers podcast from the 2018 winter meetings. For Jack Morris and Jason Beck, I'm Tim McMaster. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.